Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. You say we get 40 minutes? 40 minutes. I see it. Nice. So that's two. Okay. All right. Well, let me officially welcome the people back. And hold on. Let me, get, let me set my timer. My own timer for 40 minutes. For 39 minutes. I wonder if, so when I hover over Zoom, it says Zoom meeting, 40 minutes. I wonder if that mm-hmm. time will update every minute. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But we'll well, let, we don't see. <laughs> we don't mm-hmm. see. And three, two, one. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the Quintessential Browns Podcast. Just like some wild pit bull dog. All right, welcome back, QB peers, to this newest 2023. I guess you can say first episode of 2023 edition of the yeah. QBP Quintessential Browns podcast. I am your host, User Ali. That's our other host, Jake Solomon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is our first time being back in a little while. So, what you got to say to the people before we get into it? Man, I'm, uh, you know, I came into the season not excited, trying not to be excited, but sure enough, Andrew Barry got me excited. We got a really good team on paper, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, man, you did really good. A lot of praise from all our Instagram Browns accounts, all our <laughs> Instagram Twitter accounts. Everybody excited, man. Uh, it seemed like the only drama we got right now is that fucking logo. But we're going to get into that. <laughs> Draft picks, new free agent additions, and other little brown shits, little brown little turds we're going to drop. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Gilby Pierce, we are happy to be back. And uh, let's, get, let's get started, I guess. There's no stopping Jim Brown on an effort like this. He goes over the top and into the end zone for his fifth touchdown of the day.
age of 29 years old and I was MVP of the league. I wanted to have a career, have it peak, and do other things. This is Jim Brown, the most devastating ball carrier in the history of football. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a great back. It turns out that he's the greatest running back of all time. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Okay, so uh, this is a, a pretty fun week for us um, in Berea. Um, it's a little bit like the first week of school. Uh, we have all of our players, or most of our players, uh, back in the building, get a chance to work with uh, the coaching staff to lay a really strong foundation this spring uh, that will hopefully catapult us as we enter the fall. Uh, it's been well. Uh, yesterday was good to see everyone, uh, the coaching staff, the front office, the players, teammates. Um, it's good to be around them, laugh a little bit, you know, talk about our offseason and things like that. So it was good to be back in the building. Um, last year was just kind of, you know, a whirlwind. But, uh, you know, it was a good learning lesson for myself um, and for me to be able to grow. So coming in this year was is definitely, you know, I'm ahead of the game from where I was, you know, previously. Um, it's good to have the guys around me and, and um, good to see the guys have success and opportunity. Hello. So hope, hope uh, no, we can we can make this consistent, make this a group uh, that can be feared because, you know, you know we're going to be here for a long time. We're going to be consistently good for a long time. My my friends and you know, some of my agent were like, D, you sure you want to do this? It's like, yeah, sure. Why not? And the you know, first wall I jump up on hit in my foot and my foot goes numb. I'm like, oh, damn, I just broke my toe. I'm thinking, damn, Brown's footer is going to go crazy right now. And so, good enough. It's like everybody loved it. it was... Who loved it? <laughs> there wasn't a single guy that I talked to. It was like, yeah, I wanted it. Let's run this back. I, I think. You know, I, I love playing against them as a player. I can't wait to coach against that team. But I just, I'm just so excited to be back in a football town that wants to win. You are the best. Don't forget it. You're the best. <laughs> All right, what should we talk about first? Let's talk about um the schedule. Let's just get that out the way because that this this whole episode for the QB peers, uh, since we haven't seen these rookies, we just now got the schedule. We've seen these guys with their old teams, but we basically hoping this whole episode is one big hopes and previews breaking down and broken down into various hopes and previews. But right now we're gonna preview this schedule. And, uh, and tell y'all what we think gonna happen by the end of it. Um, what is the schedule, Statman? Yeah. So the I'll try to do it in chunks just to mm -hmm. to make it digestible. Our first four games, three of the four are against divisional opponents. So mm. we open up at home against the Bengals. So uh, gonna be a, a test for us right away. However history would 
make us think that we, you know, we've been able to take care of the Bengals. Um, then after that, we got Monday Night Football at Steelers, and then we are home versus the Titans and the Ravens. Um, optimistically mm. speaking, I think, you know, if I want to be as optimistic as possible, let, you know, let's say I, I would say maybe maybe two and two. I guess let's just say the Bengals put up a fight and the Ravens play us tough and we can take one from the Steelers, I think. And the Titans, I think, are pretty beatable. So, or maybe not the optimistic view, the pessimistic view. That's for me, I feel like two and two minimum. However, it can definitely easily be. I mean, I don't think it'll go lower than one and three, but yeah, it, it's a it's a, a a crucial stretch. Those first four games, divisional opponents. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna let us know a lot about our team very quickly. I take two and two start, especially if those two are division games and not just like Tennessee and one division game. I'd rather it be in two of the division games. Oh yeah. But yeah, I take two and two. I take two and two. I mean, obviously we want to be four and zero, oh, but you know that's a, that's a dream. But two and two, I take two and two. And then what's our next schedule? Well, I, I noticed too we playing the uh, NFC West. We play the NFC West, which is uh, great news if you happen to be a, a Browns fan in either Seattle or Los Angeles because they play in both of those. So. Mm-hmm. I know both you and I have already talked about going to the Browns at Rams game. Um, and yeah, just like you said, we played the NFC West. So after those first four, our next four games are against the 49ers. That's going to be tough. That's at home, though. At the Colts, uh, barring how um, uh, Richardson does for the Colts, their quarterback that they drafted, you know, they're saying that he could be ready to go. Uh, yeah, pretty soon that that may or may not be tough but I think we should get the win because he's a, a rookie um, then we're at Seattle which you know uh, Pete Carroll's teams are, are always uh, about yep, yeah, yeah, always yeah. competitive and we have the Cardinals at home the Cardinals I think have whooped our ass the last two times two three times we've played them but I'm not impressed with them they don't impress me at all um, but those are the next four and I again could I could see us going two and two in that next four in those next four games. Yeah, because you want to think that we can beat Indianapolis, and you want to think that we can beat. Shit, San Francisco is pretty tough. San Francisco's tough, and if they got their if their quarterbacks are healthy, any of them really. I mean, their defense is they're just yeah. they're well coached. I think team. we could beat Seattle. But then, like you say, Arizona been whooping on us. Yeah, you're right. Again, I would have to agree. Two and two. If we can get out of that next four, we're two and two. Now we have four and four at worst. That's not right. so bad. It's not so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's right. And this is, I think this is being conservative at that. This is right, us right, right, saying right, right. we just didn't have enough. Maybe Deshaun's still coming into his own. So, yeah, four and four. We're in the mix. We're still in there. Okay, After so that. After that, we have at the Ravens, then we have home versus the Steelers, and then we are at the Broncos, and then we are at the Los Angeles Rams. We definitely can beat the Broncos and the Rams. I I think so too. My only my only concern 
with the Broncos is that they do have Sean Payton now, and I love me some Sean Payton. He's my favorite coach. I love Sean Payton. Uh, and that's my biggest concern is that. Yeah, and Russell it, Wilson going to be wanting to play better. Russ, uh, yeah, uh, he, he has to be better than what he was last year. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how he's not, unless he really has just fallen off a, uh, off a cliff and he just doesn't have it anymore. But that, that's my only concern with the Broncos game is that, yeah, maybe Sean Payton just has them completely turned around, which honestly, like, I, I kind of wouldn't be surprised, but I think he's a great coach, so – um, and and then depending on how those go, you, you say Pittsburgh and Baltimore again. Yep. Mm-hmm. So depending on how those go, how those went the first time, we either gonna need to even some shit with one of them, or take a big two and zero lead on one of them. Yep. So let's yeah. assuming we taking a two zero lead on one of them, we might go. I'm gonna be opt. Extra optimistic on this stretch. I'm gonna go three and one on this stretch. I was I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, I feel yeah, like okay, okay, okay. Th- this is the first stretch of four where I feel like we could go three and one, and that's assuming okay, okay, that we're putting right. the pieces together and yeah, things are working out. So with that, where are we at now? We're we're seven and five. Yeah, so yeah. seven and five, 12 games in. And then the last seven. stretch, seven to five, yeah. so that means we have five games left, right? Right? Yeah. 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 Be 17. Two, yeah. four, six, seven. And yep. Yeah. Yep. So the last five games, um, it's Jaguars, Bears, Man. Texans, Jets, Texans Bengals. Texans is a win. Texans is a, is a win. Bears, Bears should, should be a win. win. Mm-hmm. And that's the only guarantees because those fucking Jaguars yeah. playing better than I thought. Yep. The fucking yeah. Jets are the Jets whooped us last year. Mm-hmm. And they have Aaron Rodgers now. Then again, Man, depending how Rodgers. their season goes, and you could say the same with the Bengals too. Depending on what happens, you know, maybe they're resting some starters. Who who knows? Who the hell? Who, you know, who knows? Who's to say? But oh, if we're so that mean so what you thinking on that stretch? I I would I'll just I'll say I would say that we end that with three and two. I would say we beat like you said we should beat the Bears we sh- we should beat the Texans, and then I think out of the Jags, Jets, and Bengals, I feel like we can get a win from one of them at least. Maybe not the Jets, especially if their whole team is playing, but. um yeah, I think Jaguars and then Bengals again because we we've been given the Bengals problems as of late. Uh, that's why I think we can, I think we can end with uh, three and two. So that would put us at what ten and ten seven. And seven. Ten and seven. Which that's is, what I think. That's a significant improvement from last year. Was that two more wins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year we were. No, it's three more wins. Last year we were seven. Three more, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we so, sucked. Yeah. Um, yeah, we changed it. We reversed the record. <coughs> we were we were worse than Pittsburgh was last year. As sad as that was, man, we were worse than Pittsburgh. Wow. But, yeah. Okay. So, so that means QB Pierce at the at the at the highest level of optimism we will allow ourselves, <laughs> we will be ten seven. Anything more than that, 
is a cherry on top, is a bonus, is gravy, all that. So yeah, I'll take ten seven. I'll take and and an added bonus. We do not play in London. Oh my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> Every year I'll get just I just cross my fingers hoping they're not sending us overseas, man. I'm I so know. glad we don't play in London. I know. Oh, I feel the God. same way, man. I'm like I don't even know, but I feel like it probably would be like a a four a.m. game or something. I'm something not gonna see dumb. something yeah. really stupid. Yep. <laughs> so I'm really Very glad. Good. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So that's our schedule predictions for 2324. And I, I like those. I, I, I'll take that. All right. So now let's talk about let's talk about the new personnel right quick. Let's get this just a couple minutes to talk about the new personnel. Uh, last year, QB Pierce, we had a for not even not the whole season, but for the last part of the season, we had an ongoing segment called "Is uh, Joe Woods still our or is Joe Woods fired yet? Did we fire Joe Woods yet? Something like that." And we were just week after week talking about how shitty uh, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, special teams coordinators, all the coordinators was just putting their ass every week. And finally, we turned over a new league. We kept Van Pelt. We kept AVP because AVP, well, I, I did like AVP. Glad we kept him. But now we got all new guys. We got we got new special teams guy, new OC, new DC, Jim Schwartz, pretty renowned. So I'm feeling pretty good about the regime change. What do you think? Yeah, it, it absolutely had to happen. Um, we've been wanting Joe Woods to be gone forever, and uh, it just had to happen. We we yeah. didn't see any progress with this group. There was nobody that was stepping up to be a leader, and I think it was a big it, – it just seemed like Joe Woods never really had control of our defense. So it had to happen. I'm glad we got a proven coach in Jim Schwartz. Um, he's been around the league. He's a Super Bowl-winning coach um defensive coordinator if that so um i'm very happy that we got him somebody that's proven somebody that's done it before um so i'm really excited to see what he does and uh and then yeah on top of what you said getting a new special teams coach as well it was no secret how bad our special teams was last yeah. year whether it's returning or, or kicking the ball even just covering um, it, yeah, it was covering, really yeah, bad. All, all around, just really not great. So, very happy that we found replacements for both of them. And I don't know as much about uh, Bubba special teams dude. What's his last name? I don't know, but I know he knew, so I know he he's new. He used to play for the Browns <laughs> as well, but I heard a lot of people say that he like he brings a lot of passion and fire. And, um okay well, that's, get good the best. that's all good stuff. it's all good i really don't think it can get worse than what it was it was really bad Man. last that year, cost so. us a couple games fucked up when special teams cost you a couple games and mm -hmm. big yards and yep momentum so, swings yeah. very excited about the uh subtractions or more so the the additions i do hope those yeah. guys find jobs somewhere but uh we needed a change and i'm glad it happened this is a really important year for us especially defensively with, you know, Miles, he's in his prime. And, you know, I don't want him to be another Joe Thomas situation where we just have such a f amazing player that 
we can't do anything with because our team sucks. So I do feel like, you know, the time is now. And that was a perfect segue to the next segment. Which we will, I can't wait to talk about this, QB Pierce. I'm so excited to discuss our free agent signing. We made some news. I mean, some news. We made well, some news too, but we made some noise in the market. Oh man, we we did really really good, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You talked about Miles Garrett. We got Miles Garrett. So much help. Um, starting with the, I, I think the biggest addition this is a Darius Smith guy, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. I just saw a stat today that said he had he's had three seasons of 10 sacks or more three-time pro bowler you can't double team miles garrett with this guy on the field and then we signed another guy uh daily daily thomason whatever the fuck <laughs> Dal- Dalvin thomason. Dalvin. Dalvin. i wrote Dalvin i couldn't read my own right we'll call him dt D- dt the de right and we got thomas and then on top of that we got another. We got another wild African. And I know that probably sounds bad in twenty twenty three to say. Did you say a but wild dude, African? A wild African. We got we got Orakano Orakano Cone whatever the fuck. But he good. He, he a big he a big motherfucker. He gonna cause some havoc down there. And is that is that his nickname? The wild African? Is that your nickname for that's, him? That's what I'm calling him. Oh, okay. All right. Like wrestling. I'm giving him a wrestling <laughs> nickname. Uh, wow. old, a, mean, a mean Gene Ogerlin nickname. Um, but yeah, uh, the, I just want the, the record to be shown. If I ever say that on a future podcast, it's only because Yusuf referenced it. It's not me putting it out there. I think it's important for people to to maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Let yeah, me know so that. Um, <laughs> then we picked him up, and then we got this guy, Juan Thornhill, who just posted. Mm-hmm about how how this this shit is over this losing shit is over he tired he been here a week or so some shit he said he already tired of this shit <laughs> so man you love you gotta love that kind of attitude like i told you i told qb Pierce, i told jake this is already my second flavor favorite browns player right now behind nick chubb instantly he became my second favorite player when i saw that quote i'm, I'm really fucking with dude and then not to not to stop there, we got some guy that's pretty good, Rodney McLeod. Mm-hmm. Think he's pretty good, from what I hear. And then we got another defensive end, Tristan Hill. Um, is that is that it on defense? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there's a, like there's some corners that I haven't really heard of, and like you know, some other some other people um that maybe aren't as big of names but those ones are definitely the the big free agent uh signings you know we 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 picked up you know uh the fifth year option on on Jedrick Wills which yeah we re-signed I'll, some of our own guys re-signed yeah, yeah Taki Taki Anthony Walker um a few people Dobbs, we got Dobbs back the rocket got, scientist we got Dobbs back that's right we have a we have an all black uh quarterback room again huh Yep, yep, because the rookie we drafted was, yep. was another black dude. And then oh, I'm glad you mentioned quarterbacks because to, we also signed a lot of help in the receiver room. We was going after that Judy guy 
I remember I remember we was going after the Jerry Judy guy. That was the name being floated around. The next thing you know, boom, we signed Marquise Goodwin. No, we signed Elijah Moore first. And then we signed Marquise Goodwin. And those guys not superstars, but they maybe even possession receiver, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they're not going to drop the ball. And I'm happy to have them on the team. They might not be deep threats, but I don't know. Yeah, Elijah Moore is going to be – Elijah Moore will be really – solid for us that's like a he's got good hands he's a good route runner i think that that's gonna help us tremendously like i already can see him amari and dpj being you know having them as our core three instead of you know amari dpj and i don't know david bell i don't even, you know even Damn. schwartz i hope anthony schwartz is going uh but I yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. he can return punts well, what's it? We got uh, we got Jakeem Grant coming off of injury. Yeah, the other so. little dude, but didn't he get hurt? He got hurt last year, so he should be. I, I don't even know no, if he's last on. Year he got hurt? Okay, last yeah, year he right. got hurt. We didn't even yeah didn't even get to see him. And what about Goodwin? Goodwin's uh yeah, I I would still take Goodwin over you know uh, obviously over Schwartz. Uh, I take him over David Bell. Um. You know, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in, but I do think he he's another guy just for depth. I think he'll be able to to have an impact. Um, so, so if you had to give our free agency uh, a score from one to ten, ten being really dope, awesome, one being shitty, what would you give it? Hmm. Um. Wow, that's a good question. I guess. Uh, you know, I I would have liked them to. I would have liked them to get a solid linebacker, um, somebody that maybe disrupted the line of scrimmage a little bit more. But um, I, I'll I'll give them an eight out of ten because we did answer like the biggest questions we had going to the off season was re- receiver. We needed wide receiver help. We got that, um, and then we needed help on the line, and we got a, a yeah. ton of help. A lot um, of that. We got, yeah, we got a lot of help. Um, so we, we answered a lot, a lot of those things. And I know in a Jim Schwartz defense, he is a huge advocate of the defensive line causing the issues. And then the linebackers just having to kind of clean up whatever the defensive line can't do. So with that, you know, I think this is going to fit in really well into Jim Schwartz scheme. And um, yeah, I, um. And so I'm really, I'm really excited. Uh, I was, I didn't think we'd be able to. Zadarius Smith is such a big addition, man. That's going to be. I'm hoping he has a better attitude and still has a lot left in the tank, as opposed to what we saw in Clowney last year. Last year, oh Clowney yeah, he was, definitely an upgrade from Clowney. Yeah, yeah. definitely an upgrade from Clowney. So yeah, so I, I, would, I would give it. I would give it an eight too. I think, I think, like you said, we didn't go after any major linebackers but the fact that they re-signed walker and taki taki i guess they believe in them guys like they think they mm-hmm. can take steps to the next level or whatever so mm-hmm. we're gonna see we're gonna see i think we did pretty good we did pretty but we can't complain we pretty solid we run out a lot of positions and then now we can talk about the draft picks which is just basically extra guys who, if they turn out to be good, then awesome. Because we have no 
track record mm-hmm. of these guys. I don't give a fuck what you did in college. I never seen any, literally any of these guys play <laughs> anything. So I don't know what the fuck they can do. But apparently, a lot of people, again, a lot of a lot of Instagram Browns pages, a lot of Twitter Browns fans were pretty happy with our draft. So I'm, I'm assuming we did pretty good. We got two Ohio State players, a tackle and a center. So we beefed up the line with Ohio State players. Then we got this guy, this wide receiver, Cedric Tillman. Now I'm hearing good things about him. I'm hearing he's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, I've I'm a huge I'm a huge advocate of always having just like that Josh Gordon prototype, a guy that is just like huge that can go up, you know, for mm-hmm. those jump balls. We have not had anybody. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe we've had somebody. I'm trying to think of who we've had since Josh Gordon that has at least had the the build or the makeup. And I can't really. The tallest person maybe since Josh might have been Higgins. Higgins, yeah, and even that Higgins wasn't like a, a jump ball threat. The closest thing no. we've probably seen is maybe like Njoku, you know, in yeah. terms of size. And so that's why I'm really excited to get a receiver like him that at least for size alone, you know, you can do some. Da- I mean, we see, you know, DK Metcalf, who is a big dude, make obviously DK is very, very good, but who's to say that that can't be Cedric Tillman? So, right, I am. Really excited for him, and I hope that he can uh, potentially be be a, a steal of the draft. Maybe I don't know. And then we added another cornerback, Cameron Mitchell. I heard he was pretty good. So yeah, I have hurt. no clue who he is, except that he's tight with Greg Newsom. Somebody gave us some expert draft analyst guy said we had the sixth best cornerback room in the NFL with with the addition. Including hmm. Cameron Mitchell, so right. I, I, hey, I take it. Like I said, I yeah. never seen this guy, but I, I, <laughs> I did. I, I did. I, I heard recently that our was it the Brown either top we were either either first or even top five in the league last year in man coverage. Okay, but zone yeah. coverage we were awful as we Shitty. saw yeah, yeah. many John times. Jackson. John Johnson. John Johnson, just like so. Remember all the communication issues? Remember all that shit? Oh, my God. That's another thing I'm interested to see with Schwartz, how he increases communication with everybody on defense. And maybe he simplifies it. Maybe he makes it so it's not that difficult. I don't know. But um, um, I am curious to see what happens there. And we got – Sorry. I was going to say – Okay. Instead of John Johnson, we got – McLeod and Thornhill now. So, yep. man, that's man, that's good. And then finally, to round out the draft picks, two big, two more big motherfuckers, a defensive end named Isaiah McGuire and, and a wild Samoan. So we got us a wild African and a wild Samoan. Uh, Siaki, Ika, 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 Siaki. So we got Taki Taki and Siaki. <laughs> this is great. And, you know, those guys, those Haley Nada type motherfuckers, he's going to turn out to be good. Watch. And we don't even, like, watch, watch. Yep. Watch him turn out to be a, a motherfucker. Did, did you mention that we also drafted uh, Dewan Jones, the 6'8 lineman from Ohio State? Well, I just said two Ohio State guys. I didn't know I didn't know his measurements. Yeah, that, I, wow, I didn't know he, he was that big. Yeah, he, he's huge. He's a, he's a huge boy. I saw some clips from training – or not training camp uh, – I don't know the rookie mini camps, I guess. 
And he was getting he was getting kind of chewed out. He's getting yelled at a little bit. So damn. Um, I saw that he's not completely in shape right now. So hopefully, oh, but I think he was one that they were saying was a potential risk, uh, given his size and everything. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But it'd be great if he ends up being good. Same question, right quick. One to ten, would you give our draft? I know what I'm gonna give it. What would you give it? Um, you know, it's tough to give this one. Well, you know, we we addressed the areas we needed. We needed a receiver. We need more depth on the line, both both offensive and defense. So I I you know, given we didn't have any uh, early round picks, um, and we're just looking at paper, I I. I give it a, a a B plus a B B plus. Yeah, I was gonna say like a five out of ten because I don't know. Oh, so I, don't, I have no idea either way. I'm gonna keep it nice and neutral and medium. Lukewarm. Yeah, I I don't know <laughs> I don't know these dudes well enough. Um, right. but we didn't go crazy. It's not like we traded up for a first round pick or anything like that. So no. yeah, we, we, this is something like we'll just have to wait and see. So, but at least on paper we address the the areas that that we needed to address all right well we did pretty good overall on the draft i think mm-hmm. well, i think mm-hmm. i think we hope again hopes and previews episode slash train camp uh, okay so uh right quick before we got out of here we got a couple little brownie bits a couple little I don't want to call it brownie bits, but I know everybody else called it brownie bits. We're going to call it uh, some little shits, some shit talking. I don't know. We've come up with something. Anyway, but this is that segment. We're just a little extra, a little right quick. Uh, number one, they had a logo design thing. And I remember it was a five design thing. I think everybody familiar with the same, the order of the five designs. And I kept saying anything but two or three. But then somebody somebody kept pointing out the little intricate designs in, in the third one. And now I kind of like the third one. So now I guess anything except two. What do mm-hmm. you think about the designs? Um, yeah, I definitely – hold on, let me pull it up really quick. I know that I did not like the one that looks like cartoon, like too nice, I guess. That was two. That was definitely two. Okay. Nobody um, liked to like when I put it on the Instagram under the page, it got like 40 some likes from random people because like nobody likes to. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I think my favorite one was oh, they all had kind of collars, I guess, didn't they? Hold on, let me let me pull it up real quick. Let me see here. And then like at first I didn't like three because it looked like like a hand puppet, like when somebody make a hand puppet of a dog, like a shadow puppet, it kind of yeah. looked like that. And then I was like, no, nah, that looks shitty. But then somebody was like, the it's the the lace, the teeth are supposed to be laces on the football. And then the collar got CLE by the neck. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, that is kind of cool. Oh yeah, I see. <laughs> so, that. but yeah, see. anything but two. I still say anything but two. Yeah, two, two, two does not feel good. Uh I'm looking at them right now, I think. Um yeah, I don't mind the one that has the the CLE in the in the neck or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, any of them I'm okay with. They all look more fierce than two. 
So right. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to buy any merch that has it on it anyways, but. Right, right, right. Um, I just like the helmet. I'll, just as long as they don't get rid yeah. of the plain helmet. Just You can have whatever logo you want. Just leave the helmet as a part of the thing. Just I want the helmet, the helmet. I want the freaking, the white face mask back. That's what we got to do. Yeah, I would go. That that's that's such a good contrast between, because right now it's the Browns helmet and isn't it, is it black face mask? Sometimes, is it a black yeah. face mask or brown Sometimes. face mask? But the white face mask, man, that's it. It's too clean. Yeah, but it's sometimes white on the hat. I'm looking at my hat, and the face mask on the hat is white. Yeah, man, that's how it should be. You should keep it. Yeah, that's the old school like Browns look. I love that look. Love that white face mask. What else happened in right quick to discuss? Oh, little legal issues. Perion Winfrey had beat up his girlfriend, and someone grabbed her. He did something, and I remember when it happened. Everybody was like, "Oh man, see the Browns don't know how to deal with players that know how to act around women." Here they go again. Like, man, that shit ain't got nothing to do with Deshaun Watson with what he did. This is some <laughs> personal shit with this dude and his girl. And hopefully he don't he did some dumb shit, he don't do it no more. And but yeah, don't compare that to Deshaun Watson. Man, they can't wait to bring up Deshaun Watson, man. Let him yeah. live that shit down, man. Play good. Yeah, I and I think I think that's the other reason for maybe optimism this year. You know, last year I think was tough for everybody including fans to kind of like deal with that Deshaun's our quarterback and um you know I think him as a player has probably had a chance to accept this villain role that he'll probably be in for the rest of his career Mm -hmm. um and uh you know I think there's I just think that you know if we're thinking about him and how he's going to play I'm sure it's going to be easier going into year two no suspension not having this thing over your head uh, and just being able to focus on football. So I think that's another reason to be optimistic, I, I would think. Final thoughts on our welcome back episode about the off season. Uh, I think we did pretty good. I'm looking forward to the, to seeing how our new, newly excited to be here free agents play, especially Thornhill since he putting it in the atmosphere. And hopefully that's the attitude everybody got about winning. Um, like you said, I hope to shine and get those little jitters off, get back to his normal Michael Jordan, Deshaun, Michael Jordan, Watson self. And we can win those 10 games we predict. Yeah. Yeah. My, my final thoughts are, um, yeah, kind of, kind of the same. I, I think this is, one of the best teams we've had on paper. We know how that goes, but at least it feels like we we've addressed most of the issues. Like no team is perfect. There's always going to be some sort of gap, but we have a franchise quarterback. We have, you know, a hell of a, a running back room, even without Kareem Hunt. We got a lot of depth there, better wide receivers. Our line should be back healthy defensive line a whole new defense which is going to be great that was we every week we were complaining about our defense last year and so now we finally you know we we finally have a a proven defensive coordinator that's going to have 
ideally good ideas and a good system in place. So I, I, that's what I'm really most excited about, seeing how, how much our defense changes and to see how our defense can keep us in these games, man. Um, I'm hoping to get Miles off the field more because he's man. playing way too much. And I forgot to say this, even though I had my final thought, I'll throw this in there. Uh, MJ Emerson, second year. I'm excited to see his growth. Can't wait. Nope. Emerson had a good rookie year. But, um, yeah, if, that, if, if there's nothing else to say on that, I guess that is it for this uh, very first episode of the 2023-24 Brown season. This has been the QBP Quintessential Browns Podcast. I am user by lead as your other host, Jake Solomon. And we are out this bitch. Go Browns. Go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland. This is for you. We out.